happy Friday. Welcome into the PHNX Cardinals podcast presented to you by the DraftKings Sportsbook app, America's top-rated sportsbook app. Be sure to like, subscribe, leave us a five-star review wherever you get your podcasts. It's game week. Arizona Cardinals at Carolina Panthers, your premier game preview. I'm Johnny Venerable, Bo Brock to my right, the great Frank Sanders to my left. And gentlemen, what are we talking about? Potentially a must-win for the Arizona Cardinals head coach Cliff Kingsbury, who, Bo Brock, you had a chance to speak with today. And pressure's starting to mount on the fourth-year head coach. They hear it from the fans. What say you? Is this a must-win for Cliff? This is a big game, pivotal game for Cliff Kingsbury to kind of get everybody to get off his back, get off his case. This is It's time that this organization, this team, plays coaches with a sense of urgency. Like, no more about this, this country club preseason and – we're going to get it together. We've got to coach better. We've got to play better. We've got to execute better. It's time to do it. It's been three weeks of football. It's been 11 of 12 quarters that have been unacceptable for this organization. They've got an opportunity right in front of them. And if you want to talk about rock bottom, that would be a Monday where you're picking up the pieces after a loss, another loss to Matt Rule and the Carolina Panthers. You can't have that. At some point, Cliff Kingsbury has to speak up. He's got to conjure whatever he's got inside and say, this is what I need from you. This is the game plan. It's better than Matt Rule's. For the love of God, please be better than Matt Rule's game plan and go execute and get that dub. Even the record at 2-2 two and two, because I do truly believe that if they can get to 2-2, two and two, all this nonsense in the past, we can really just be like, okay, this team's in a, in a spot, a decent spot, to kind of set themselves up for success once DeAndre Hopkins gets back, Frank. Cliff is uh he does not have to worry about anything. I don't think this is a time to even think there's no gasoline next to his 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 job title at all. I think he's he 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 can sleep comfortably knowing that I still got pieces that are not on my team yet. Uh it could get ugly before it gets prettier. You think you got he's got built in excuses? I think he I think he does. I think he has that I think those those are additive to when he says why we're not completing and doing the things we did before. Last year this team was better on the onset that, uh when you look at him on the roster completely better than they are right now mm-hmm. from a defense perspective as well as from an offense perspective. Um, and right now, I think that they're, they're giving him that little bit of grace. We can do it again with some more grace. Want to give him some more grace? How about this here? None of the starters played in preseason. So now they're, they're in week three. And so hopefully week four, they've kind of got their leg. They got their sea legs under them. Joke, right? Yes. Hopefully they got their sea legs mm-hmm. under them after three games. Uh, and then they, they know how to play four quarters of full, a full four quarters of football. And I think that sometimes you take that for granted when you're playing, when, you, when you're giving passes on the preseason and you think that you just can come out and play because you're training these guys and working them out. Well, honestly, the only thing that allows you to really feel like you're ready for four quarters of football is playing football. And these guys got none of that. So I don't think it's a hot seat just yet. Mm-hmm. Just yet. It's interesting. Uh, hello to Isaiah in the chat. What's good, my man? PR Matt, good coaches find ways to win. No excuses. Jason Sandoval, the roster issue is all on time this season. His ass should be on fire right now. He's been with the organization 20-plus years. This, these are three people that agree with you, Jason. Jordan P. defense needs to step up. Cliff runs a wide receiver-led system with all of our wide receivers hurt. Hey, listen, I've been saying that all week, Jordan. Bo Brock doesn't want to hear it. I'm with you. I, I feel like that the offense has— Which which wide receiver? Well, ever? let's talk about it. Rondell Moore has not played up until this point. Mm-hmm. A.J. Green has underperformed. Antoine Wesley's hurt. DeAndre Hopkins is out. I think you're overly dependent on Greg Dortch, who wasn't a factor. Hollywood Brown, who, yes, is, you know, a thousand yard receiver. It's a, his first year with the team, starting with a new offense. So I I am more lenient with Cliff. People probably don't want to hear that. Sure. I am much more stingent on you Vance Joseph. Cliff, 
I, I, I like love, Cliff the person. Nah, nah, you love Cliff. He's always good to you me. Love when I, you, you love Cliff. I don't say love it. Now, just hold on. Now, hold on. Just, Wait a minute. You love Cliff. And ain't that we don't, I, me and Bo like I him, but you Cliff, love him. He is you, easy for me to root for. I like that. But if he loses on Sunday to Matt Rule for a third we straight will, time, we will do a post-game show, it's indefensible. absolutely eviscerate him. It is indefensible, 100%. He's your best friend from high school. This is not. This is not. <laughs> He's your best friend from high right. school that you, you defend, you? that you defend, that you I lay wish. down in traffic for, right? But at some point, he could does something that's indefensible. He could hits you, on somebody's wife or something. Could you imagine? Like, I can't. I can't Cliff, anymore. Cliff Kingsbury was your wingman in Old Town Scottsdale. How well you would do. That's how I feel about Cliff Kingsbury. He's my NFL coach wingman. But at the end of the day, sometimes you have to deliver, right? I can't be going home with that three or four. I need an eight or a nine, Cliff Kingsbury. Take care of business and help me, please. But this is this is the problem, though. Carolina is a three. It's like if you go... Right. And, you, and Cliff Kingsbury is your wingman, yeah. and you don't even get the three at this point now. Yeah. Then, then point, that's a problem because yeah. point, then you're ignoring yeah. me. You're taking care of yourself. You're right. on the phone. You, you'd rather be somewhere else, Cliff. I need you're you to probably be texting an ex. That's, that's not right. good. You, you, I need you to be in the moment with me, <laughs> slumming it on the pool table. Let's get it together. And with all seriousness, it's at the end of the day, it's a win now business. I don't care how you get it done Sunday. You have to find a way to get those fifty three men to play hard for you. And I think the biggest issue that we've seen right now is the Cardinals have no sense of urgency to begin games. Their first quarter is amongst the worst, if not the worst, team in the NFL. They haven't scored a point in the first quarter this year. Their defense is terrible to begin the game. And so I would just challenge Clip. Can we get a fast start, please? Can we not be playing from behind? This team, not sure if you guys knew this, has not led in regular season at all this year. They won the overtime game. That's it. So I think getting off to a fast start against Carolina, whether that's field goals or whatever, turnovers, uh, forced by Baker Mayfield and company, that's what Cliff has yeah. to do. No, and, and we talk about those 10 to 15 plays that are scripted. I mean, what's going on with those? I mean, we haven't seen them. Those are supposed to be play. your best plays. Right, they're supposed to be your best plays. I heard it actually put best this week. Uh, my guy Jody Ayler at Fox Sports 910. It's, it's like an adult film script. That's the quality of it, because if you've ever seen one of those, it's not the best writing, right? Yes. As, as far as the Cardinals go. Why do go, you think of that? That's good I stuff. I wish. It is good stuff. I can't, I can't come up with something that clever. Mm. But, yeah, I mean, the 10 to 15 plays, they have to execute. There's a couple plays last week where I think Kyler Murray wished he had him back. There was a big third down play where Greg Dortch, they picked up the blitz, and, and Greg Dortch was a hot receiver, and he missed him. Yeah. It was just yeah. a bad throw by Kyler, and he just needs to hit on those. Those simple bunnies. I mean, Kyler's an accurate quarterback. When, it, when it's key situations, especially early, that sense of urgency is lacking, and they're not picking up the, the yardage that they need. they need to be. So much better on third down. I mean, even in the win, they were terrible on third down. That's outlined in Howard Baltzer's latest article. It's just like, for whatever reason, they're concentrating on fourth down. Yeah. But on third down, what the hell's going on? It's kind of like they're winning on the road, but they can't win at home. Like, where's the focus, Frank? Look, on third, typically on third down, that guy is your go-to guy. And that, that would be our DeAndre Hopkins without a problem mm -hmm. or Zach Ertz. And we've having to, we're having to kind of rely on Gregory Dorch. We have to look at what defensive schemes that these two guys that we're getting and seeing in, the, in that window of opportunity, which is if if Kyler favors a little bit of Hollywood Brown and he's double covered because they know he's probably the, he's the number one target and they do the same thing to Zach Ertz, it kind of offsets his passing. That's why we might see him, you know, pump the pump and pass, pat, pat the ball a little bit more than he needs to. Mm -hmm. um, this team is, is in a position right now, man, to really kind of prove to themselves their worth. I'm I'm a little bit more happier now that they're going on the road because they seem to be better on the road than they are. Somehow, at home. yeah. That's just that's just their narrative, whether they start fast or 
or not, it just seems like they know how to win on the road. And that's something that I don't know if it's a concentration here. Jordan P asked a question in the, in, in the chat and he asked literally, he said, if the O-line doesn't make their blocks or if the court, wide, receiver, wide receivers keep dropping passes, mm-hmm. then can we blame this on Cliff? And I would say absolutely not. Everyone has to be accountable. But, but, yeah. but what we, the, the argument you're hearing from us is the accountable comes from are these guys, these guys do not look like they're ready to play. Mm-hmm. And that's coaching. And that you would say you would you would believe that would be coaching and what's taking place. I would I would agree in this comment. I will say this here. Sometimes it's not. I said it last week and I said honestly, I said the guys that looked like they came ready to play was like the Hollywood Browns. He was talking trash every ball he caught. Yeah. He was serving Jalen Ramsey and he wanted that. He wanted that heat. Mm-hmm. Our offensive line did not look like they wanted the heat of, of Aaron Donald and that and that front yeah. four that they had. It did not look that way. Zayvon Collins like he came to play. Mm-hmm. A couple of those guys on defense, like they looked like they really came to play. J.J. Watt, as long as he was in there, he looked like they, he came to play. And I think sometimes when you look at that, these guys right now have to look at themselves. We, do, we don't have major, we don't have great leadership on this team. I'm saying Kyler is our isn't starting that, quarterback. Isn't that supposed to come from your head coach, though? Everybody can look at Cliff Kingsbury, fourth-year guy. Cliff, you you were supposed to be in a position where you could leverage now some security with this contract extension, and instead it's like we're at the point where it's week-to-week week with you with this fan base, and if I'm Cliff, like – it's time to challenge some people. I'm sorry. Like, yeah. the effort offensively was not good enough last week. The inefficiencies, as Mike A in the chat saying, like, people, you know, receivers hitting the ball in their face and not being ready to catch the ball. And then Kyler, you know, not playing his best. I mean, we love Kyler. Marie could play better than he did last week. Absolutely. Yeah. Missing reads and that kind of thing. That, I mean, when it's everybody jointly, that's on the coach. If it's one singular player, you know, like the A.J. Green series that he had two weeks ago against the Raiders where it was clearly like he was dropping passes. It's a little bit easier to put ownership on a singular entity. But when it's everybody every week, you look at the start of that Rams game. Special teams were terrible. Defense was bad. Offense was bad. All three phases. That's the head coach, point blank. And it's it's gotten a lot of people to say, like, will the Cardinals pivot from Cliff Kingsbury? Would the Cardinals move off of Cliff? If it starts to unravel, and so it was interesting today, I was talking on PHNX Bets Daily Podcast with my guy Shane Diefenbach at noon, like what do you think that buyout looks like for Michael Bidwell? Because I I know everybody wants Sean Payton, and you got two things working against you. Number one, I think Sean Payton will have better options. I'm just going to be frank. I love this franchise, but you get the Chargers and Justin Herbert, that could be an option. The Dallas Cowboys, infinite funds with Jerry Jones and the shitty NFC East. And then secondly, Michael Bidwell, if he fires Cliff Kingsbury and Steve Kime, because I think if one gets fired, the other gets fired, you're talking about eating 50 plus million dollars. And they're hosting the Super Bowl this year, Bo, and you've got a lot of money coming in. But Cliff's, let's just focus on Cliff. His first contract, $5.5 million a year, right? This is the last year of that deal. He got a five-year extension. So at minimum, if it even mirrors that contract, mm-hmm. over $30 million. And I think it's slightly more. I know you think it's way more. So on the high end side, it could be $40 million. Would would you think Michael Bidwell would be in a position to just eat $40 million? I mean, it's it's, it's week four. That, but that's, 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 that's where the pulse I think, of the fan base, for though, sure. is they want to know. Look, yeah, I mean, it, it's a bit premature. and We definitely have to see what happens on, on Sunday. And, and I'll say this again, another loss to this Carolina team that – up until last week, had lost nine straight football games. And Baker Mayfield is not the the difference maker, right? I mean, Baker mm-hmm. Mayfield, they won maybe in spite of Baker Mayfield at, at sometimes or performed better because or not because of Baker Mayfield. I think that if you lose to Matt Rule for a third time, you really have to say, I mean, can, 
what are we doing here? Right. What's the philosophy of your organization? Soul Pancakes, shout out for the $5 super chat. I don't know what Vance plans, but every time they played the Panthers, they give up 150 plus yards rushing and mm-hmm. 30 points. That's unacceptable in year four. No more excuses. And listen, Cliff goes, Vance would go. And I am more down on Vance than anybody. And I think right now the Cardinals are giving up some of the highest yards per carry to anybody. They got Cam Akers right last yeah. week. You know Carolina is going to want to run the football. Yeah, they're absolutely going to want to set the tone with Christian mm-hmm. McCaffrey, who practiced for the first time this week today. He had that quad injury, and he's a guy that should give Arizona Cardinals fans a nightmare. I mean, he had that one play where he went untouched. Was it 76 yards yeah. to the house? Yeah. Uh, it's just one of those plays that you see every year, and it's it just it haunts you if you're a Cardinals fan. You just don't want to see that again. And you know what Christian McCaffrey can do each and every play? But last year... The biggest thing was the offense coming out of the gates. It was a Colt McCoy game. It was Colt McCoy's poorest performance of the season. And that Panthers defense came out and punched him in the mouth. They, they forced the turnover. Hassan Reddick mm-hmm. comes up, forces the fumble right. It's on a short. They had short field after short field after short field. I think that's more an indictment on the offense. And then, of course, they're playing with a lead. They're racking up rushing yards. Arizona Cardinals, the biggest way to combat that is a hot start of their own on the offensive side of the football. I think that's just something that's been lacking during this this slump that they've been in dating back to last season. I expect this team to be better. I really do. I think that, you know, the first three weeks, if when, when, when we first everyone got the schedule, we knew we was facing the Chiefs the Raiders, and the Rams. And it was not – you could easily have said it was – we would Absolutely. be 0-3, yep. and then we start from there, and then we see where we're going to go from there. Yep. Because we have some easy teams that we can kind of – we feel like we can go out and beat, that being the Panthers and follow behind that with the, uh, with, the, with, the, with the Seahawks. So right now is the starting point. I think this is where we start and really start looking at our team for what they really are. Yep. We can give the pass on the preseason and say, well, it was preseason. I would do that yep. just as a former player. And I'd also say – the reality that we was playing three of the three of the best, some of the best three teams in the NFL, yeah. being the Rams, the Raiders, and as well three as playoff you know, teams from last right. Year. And so you, you got to look at it from that perspective. So the fan base has rights to gripe because there's a lot of stuff that happened. A lot of stuff just to carry over from the offseason. like no, 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 no real draft picks that we thought would 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 have fixed our defensive line. Yeah, not going out and really getting guys. So that stuff's kind of just to carry over. But if we go out, we go to Carolina and get a win. Guys put up some some really some, some, some significant numbers, and then we mm-hmm. get that Matt Rule off our off our chest. Yeah. Cliff does his job, and then they come back. I think we can have a starting. We can start from there and look at our team and say what we have, and then with the anticipation of players coming back from injuries, Rondell Moore is potentially coming back, and see how well he how well he fits in the system. Him and Gregory Dorch, and then also. We can look forward to seeing D Hobbs in, in week six. Yeah, I want to get into the practice report with you, Bo, here in a minute, but I want to remind everybody right now on DraftKings, new customers can bet just $5 on any NFL team to win, get $200 in free bets if they do. My DraftKings pick of the week. I'm a, I, the Cardinals line has gone up and down. It was initially minus two and a half, then it was minus three and a half for Carolina. It's gone all the way down to minus one and a half. So people are betting on the Panthers. So Vegas said, let's bring that down mm. and make it a pick em. So it, it's a, basically a pick em. The Cardinals. I mean, I would feel good about that if you're a fan. It basically says flip of a coin. We'll see who wins. But if that's not enough, right now on DraftKings, everybody can boost their winnings with DraftKings step-up same-game parlays. Right now, every leg you add can boost your winnings up to 100%. I did this last night. Didn't make any money. My bets were wrong in the uh, Dolphins-Cincy game. But you bet your ass I I, uh, played around with the payouts even bigger than ever. To make things even sweeter, you can throw down a step-up same-game parlay once per day. 
once per game day. So it's not a one time you're done. You can do it Sunday, then run it back on Monday Night Football all season long. It's simple. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Use that promo code PHNX. That's promo code PHNX at DraftKings Sportsbook. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. You see those show notes for details, Bo. It's the reason for the season. It's pumpkin porter. It's the premier pumpkin beverage. I think in the world, maybe in the universe. It's the best pumpkin beer I've ever had. It is, yeah. It's Step Aside Pumpkin Spice Latte, Pumpkin Porter. That's that's the real deal right there. And it's Four Peaks that makes it. They, they drop it at the end of each August, and it runs through the fall. It's delicious. you got a golden lager over there, Frank, Four Peaks. We've got some cool events coming up. you got to stay tuned. We're going to announce those. But you got to be 21 years or old, dr- older. Drink responsibly when you're enjoying Four Peaks or any alcohol. The beverage. pumpkin porter cheesecake is so good, oh by the goodness. way. You might oh recognize my that voice, God. by the way. Former it's producer, Leah. Leah. Back. We love Leah. Yep. Emma, uh, much deserved day off. She'll be back uh, producing the show on Sunday. Leah is here, and full transparency, we were undefeated at one point last year with Leah as our producer. So we thought, okay, Emma, sit this play out. We're going to bring Leah in, the enforcer. <laughs> we're trying to get this dub on Sunday. Right. And as we look ahead towards Sunday, Bo Brock, Pretty robust injury <laughs> report yeah. for the Arizona Cardinals on Friday. It'll take your breath away if you if you look at, at it, if you don't know like the context of it. If you just My look eyes. If, if the, the literature right there, if you look at it, I mean, we knew A.J. Green was out. He's got the bone bruise. I saw him walking around today. It's a little encouraging. He's not limping around. He looked okay, but 34 years old. It's probably out this week, and then we'll see next week. Rashard Lawrence, he had that hand surgery. Cliff told me today that they got to have that where they cut in and did the procedure on his hand. They've got to have that wound heal a little bit before he's ready to go again. So next week might be too optimistic for Rashard Lawrence to get back on that defensive line for the Arizona Cardinals. So look for somebody like Jonathan Ledbetter to play a bigger role. Maybe they elevate Manny Jones, something to pay attention to PHNX underscore Cardinals on Twitter for. We'll give you the uh, who's elevated comes Saturday. And then Zeke Turner, guy, special teamer, linebacker. He's out with the ankle injury, but he looks like he's trending uh, to maybe get back next week. But then we get to a very curious part of this. Like Marquise Brown, he practiced all week. Then he was, he was well, he, he didn't, he got the vet day. Yeah. Then he practiced <clears throat> on Thursday. And then he was limited today with uh, with an ankle injury. Uh, or is it, is that what they're foot? saying? Foot? It's a yeah. foot. Yeah, it's a foot. So we'll see what the deal is. He's not, I don't think he's in any, uh, there's no way he's not playing. I think Hollywood Brown's going to be there. Zayvon Collins told us himself, Told us all that he's feeling good. Shoulder, he, it's not the shoulder he injured last year. It's the good. other shoulder. He's feeling fine. He's good to go. So no, no threat there. Rodney Hudson, fine. I would, I would assume he's there. And just then, assume Rodney and JJ yeah. are on their own. Rondale Moore, JJ Watt. I think both those guys play. So you think everybody questionable there plays Sunday? Yeah, no doubt about it. That's good news for Cardinal fans yeah. because again, we've had some surprises. We had some surprises certainly week one. Week two, you know, we're waiting for Rondell Moore and Frank Sanders. What kind of in- impact can number four have? And it, can it finally get the Cardinals into the end zone this weekend? I think he'd be a surprise. I think his speed on the outside, he'll probably replace, you know, A.J. Green. And then he'll you'll, you'll have him, Dorch, Ertz, and then you'll also have Hollywood Brown. That's just speed on speed on speed. Yeah. That's just speed. That should like, be that's, enough. That should be enough. And I think that 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 smaller receivers do create problems for bigger DBs at, at times, they, they're a little more shifty. Um, Rondo Moore will definitely be an additive. Um, I think that if we can find a way to get the ball to him early uh, on a deep route or, or some crossing route, some, something like that, we can see some explosion out of him. I think he'll add. and He'll give the confidence that he needs, which he hadn't played. So that, mm-hmm. that in itself says we don't know what really to expect out of him because he hadn't played much. He hadn't played at all yeah. or practiced much at all. And yeah. so that, that to me is going to be something. But he has a year under his belt. 
And I appreciate that more now looking back at it. He had a, he has a year in his belt. So, but those three guys, could, they could create some problems. They got a lot of good speed, some fast and shifty. Um, coach just got to be creative, man, and find ways to get them the ball. And I think the idea, what, what, what you look to see primarily is you want to see how well Kyler feels about those guys. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, I think that's what you want to see because if you have a big receiver, you're always looking for that back shoulder throw. But these guys are going to run by guys. And so it might not be the back mm-hmm. shoulder throw. It'd be the Andy, Andy Isabella. I'm throwing it to the corner of the end zone. Get there. Yeah. I'm throwing it 20 yards before you ever get to that spot because you got the speed to get there. And so I'm looking forward to see what he brings to the table. And this is this crew. Small receivers are not a bad thing. Remember the Smurfs back in the days? They <laughs> ate the league up. Miami Dolphins in the, in there with, went with Dan Marino. Yeah. You yeah. guys weren't born then. But Dan <laughs> Marino, yeah, they around. had small receivers, Nat Moore and those guys. And they just, they ate the league up, man. And I think that, you know, if you, if you find that rhythm, it's going to be something pretty special to watch. I see Sean Ham had a question as far or just saying a statement that was true. Is seriously need some height at wide receiver. Antoine Wesley, a guy who's eligible to return mm-hmm. after this week, uh, told reporters who'd asked him, you know, you're going to be ready to go. He said, that's the plan. That's the plan for Antoine Wesley. He certainly has the height right around 6'4", six, 6'5". Six, and if A.J. Green can't get back, you know, maybe Wesley reclaims that role he had the end of last year. You know, year. they have this tight end that's six foot five. So here's what I was gonna say that uh, they took well, in the second round. Not not that tight end, but <laughs> the formation that's curious to me is 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 a I don't know if you would you call it. Uh, it better not include Steven Anderson. No, it, it, it's where you've got pretty much two slot wide receivers. Okay, right? so it's gonna mm-hmm. be Moore and Rondell. Rondell Moore and Greg Dorch playing two the slot spots, right? Okay. Yeah. And then you've got uh, Hollywood Brown playing the X, and then you've got Zach Ertz playing the Z. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's going to be one that I think we'll see okay. on display come Sunday. Tight end, uh, tight end, not in three points, standing up right. on the outside, putting yeah, two spots. Outside. Wow. Jordan yeah. P in the That'll chat. Be nice. Bo, be did Hollywood injury come from practice? I wonder what's up with that. It's possible. I mean, we, we only saw the injury report after everybody left the facility. And we see Holly, when I saw Hollywood Brown stretching, he looked fine. When I saw him get together in his position groups, he looked fine. When I saw him in the post practice locker room, he was walking around fine. So, there's no issue. There's no indication before the injury report that he was going to show up there. That's why I'm not really concerned that he's going to miss this game. Uh, we got a ch- uh, question for Frank. PR Mac asking, Frank, what'd you do to turn up the intensity in the locker room? Oh, when, when we got ready, it was it was all, yeah, man, it was all yelling. It's just like that moment in the game, like that, you know, that song that says, we ready. Yeah, oh, yeah. We re-. So we had, we had those kind of moments, and you had the veteran guys that you knew was that was real dogs in the locker room, man. They just, they didn't, they said what you needed to hear. But four quarters of football, like. Do the Cardinals have an alpha like that on offense with Hopkins out? I think JC's that guy. I think James Conner, I don't think he, I don't think he bites his tongue at all. I think yeah. JC will get in anybody's face, whether it's offense or defense. And I think, I think they understand that he's the brute. One of the guys that, that wants that energy. He wants that heat. Yeah. He wants that energy. Give me the ball. I'll, I'll, I'll go through anybody for you guys. And I think that's, that's on that. DJ Humphreys, I mean, where is he at? Like he he was a guy who Slap had a mouthpiece. Around, yeah. I mean, he had a he had, I'm saying, but he's 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 one of the he's one of the premier offensive our one of our premier offensive linemen. He's had a good a year. New, DJ new contract, had a, good year. a new contract on the table. And then so he's one of those guys that should have a voice on the offensive side of the ball. James Conner is a guy that should have a voice. I hear Zach Ertz kind of he's real chill, but he knows how to he knows how to get his piece across. And I think that's those are the things that you need to have guys, you know, when you get in the huddle. And you look each other in the eye and say, okay, guys, let's go get it. We got to get it on first down. Hey, I'm coming to you, Bo. Be alert if it's not there. And you just you talk this thing out because right. you know what your opponents are trying to do. I think these guys are still trying to get there, trying to get that that game speed up on those guys. And I think once they get once they figure it out, what teams are trying to do to them, 
it's going to be it, it should be better for these guys. But they should be they should be confident. Yeah, because they played the Chiefs, one of the best teams. They played the Raiders. Yeah, the Panthers they play, have been playing a they lot should of the be Giants confident in what they were able the to Saints, do. Saints, not and great offensive too. teams. Yeah, the uh, I mean, but as far as like J- James Conner being the guy, I mean, thirty-one nothing in the first quarter. I mean, on average, you're down double digits by the end of the first quarter. I mean, you can't. It's tough to get a running back involved, let alone him kind of be you know the guy leading the charge. It's just they've been out of it. Is I would love to see them get something established, get him involved. But That's, his leadership doesn't have to – he doesn't have to be making the sure. plays. That's the yeah. essence of the guy that you want to see for four quarters. That's the part you want to hear a guy still talk. I mean, that's I want you still saying something right. to me, despite if the ball is coming to you or not. If you're getting 25 – if Hollywood don't catch a ball that day, did you run all your routes fast? Did, did you do what you're supposed to do to open up for somebody underneath? That's the stuff you watch on film, and yeah. these guys are probably watching on film. Stuff we're missing – that when you get back in the in the film and you start looking at stuff you're like man that motherfucker he didn't do it. God. Coach said all week. Isabella, you Coach stop running your route. That's and, and you saw and you saw what you saw how uh, Kyler got him on the sideline. Yeah, because that's the stuff that we won't see you know, any this week on. But that's the part can't imagine. And so we will. so it makes me think about gentlemen like the, the, these two teams kind of mirror each other right now. Is mm-hmm. like none of these teams do anything well. And if you're talking about the Arizona Cardinals, like how is this team? What are you supposed to have this team? You hang their hat on like I, ideally. Defensively, what are they supposed to be great at? I think theoretically, you got a loaded maybe secondary with a couple really supremely gifted safeties. So takeaways is Buda Baker forced the fumble. Like maybe that's when the defense is at its best. Opportunistic, like last year. But then offensively, Bo Brock, like if perfect world, if mm-hmm. this team was humming, what do they do well on offense? On offense, I mean, I think that they like if it's a perfect box score and we right. look at it Sunday afternoon. What yeah, has to it's happen? It's a perfect balance of getting that you know rush pass offense going. I mean, when you mm-hmm. saw it, you saw them rush close to 150 yards per game, and then you saw Kyler Murray get upwards of 250 plus, almost 300. And, yeah, you know they were they had just that that great balance going. But you know when you're when you're down and you can't get your first team offense essentially out there because. You can't run that traditional offense. You're playing catch up, and you've got Daryl Williams in there. You've got Eno Benjamin. You don't have James Conner in there. And you don't have that steady voice that you've been working with all mm-hmm. week long That's and right. practicing. You know, it's it's it just throws a wrench in it. You know, you wish they were more prepared for those situations, right? But yeah. you want them. I mean, the thing that really worked for the first seven games of the season, where they were so successful, where they come out of the gates, they come out strong. And they build leads, and then they get a turnover, and then build on top of that, and yeah. then bury teams like that. That recipe, I mean, we haven't seen it for it's far too fast long. And recipe. when you've got a team like Carolina, and for they have this false confidence because they won a fucking football game for the first time in forever, right? And they're right. like, "Hey, we got some defensive you players." You can't feed into that. You, no, but Carolina thinks that they're big. Well, that's what I mean. If you're the, the Arizona time, Cardinals, you can't feed right. into the fact. No, it's like it's like when they were playing the Jets a couple of years ago, and Joe Flacco. I'm like, "Well, look at his playmakers, or look at it. They've got this guy and this guy." People get scared off by like single players. Mm-hmm. The team overall is not that. Like Carolina is not a good team. It's not well coached. Arizona Cardinals have to be just the better organization overalls and just go in there and just get an easy win. Sean Ham in the chat needs some players uh, like Carlos Dansby, Darnold Tockett, uh, Dockett out there on defense. I, I mean, they're trying, brother. They're, tr- they're trying to get those players in the draft. And who's to say Isaiah Simmons, Zayvon Collins, they're not the next group, but they got to play. And I think that's the most frustrating part is like, we know, the three of us know, Nick Vigil and Ben Neiman and Tanner Vallejo are not part of this team's future. They were not a top 10 draft pick. 
which means play Isaiah Simmons for better or worse. Let them blossom into that player. Uh, I want to get to some more of these comments. Jordan P, uh, yards per attempt have to be much higher for Kyler. I agree. His yards per attempt, he's not stretching the ball downfield. Part of that is the offensive line is not blocking well early in games. I think that's key. Yards per attempt has been most... Mo- has been above Justin Fields, mm-hmm. can't get down early and be one-dimensional. And it really felt like the Rams played into that last week where they're like, yeah, you can nickel and dime us all you want, and you're going to make a mistake. Whereas the Cardinals last year during that hot start, it was deep balls to Kirk. It was deep balls to Rondell Moore and Hopkins and company. I think with Rondell Respect Moore's return, Green. yeah, and play. A.J. Green had a couple big plays as well. <laughs> we have not seen Kyler and, and <clears throat> Hollywood Brown, his best friend, connect deep. I think that would be absolutely a welcome sight uh, come Sunday. It's uh, last, you know, last year Kyler had more big play passes, which is 25 yards <laughs> or longer than Justin Herbert, Dak Prescott, guys that uh, you know played similar amount of games. Kyler might have played less than that, and he had more than those guys. Yeah. I mean, we know that he's accurate. He's got three, three games, two of those to Greg Dortch and one to Hollywood Brown. That's not enough. Right? Jose in the chat, receivers can't get yak. Well, Rondell Moore's game is That's built not on true. yak. That's not true. The Cardinals are second in the NFL on yak. Yeah, Greg, all right, let's be nice to Jose. Greg, <laughs> I'm just Greg, saying, let's Greg just, Dortch can get for yak. Yeah. I did not know Hollywood that. Brown's wow. going down wow. basically right away. So is Eckerd. So I agree with you, Jose. It looks like. I mean, Hopkins is built in yak. So is Rondell Moore. You get those guys back, you're in, yeah. you're in really good but, shape. No one fears us. Like, that, that is absolutely true. Yeah. Last yep. year they feared us. Last year they feared us. Like they feared our offense, what we had. They feared our defense. I mean, we had Chandler Jones, Judge Watts, we had Phillips, we had we had some guys. We still had young. So we had Jordan Hicks, and then you just look at our outside. We had guys. We you feared us. They don't fear us now. And I mean, the game planning right now is attack, 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 Kyler. And then everything else we'll figure the rest Make out. Kyler uncomfortable. Yeah. Now, now every now and then you they'll double they'll double team. Uh, Hollywood because they know he has the opportunity. They'll just keep a guy over top because he, he's yep. definitely deep ball, deep ball down in downtown Hollywood Brown. But he's he's Camelback Brown. You know what I'm saying? Like he's Camelback <laughs> Mountain Brown. So, but that in itself says they don't fear us right now. And I think that's the part where when you see when you see our players come back together, and you see you, when you see what D Hop's bring to the table and how teams have to play against us and how to we'll have more one on one opportunities in that in that manner. It changes the narrative. So guys. I'm I'm really optimistic about where we can go from here from here on up. I don't look at it now. Looking at those I first know. three games, I, I was it was I wasn't disappointed. I just I knew what we was getting because we didn't play in the preseason what? and what to expect. We what can you expect? Playing with a little bit, not house money, but it's like I, I thought they'd be much more competitive against the Rams. I thought they found something against the Raiders. And and yeah. listen, like plenty of teams have made the playoffs before the 17 game season when when they started one and two. The Cardinals in a bad NFC. They win this weekend. They are so very much alive. Mm-hmm. I outlined it on Twitter. You get Jameis. You get Jimmy G twice. You get the Seahawks twice, the Falcons, the the fledgling Patriots. Like, we're going to worry about this week. But, like, the season is very much obtainable to still get to 8, 9, 10 wins, be in the playoff mix. Um, I want to get to a comment here. Uh, Jordan P saying they will fear us when Hopkins, Hollywood, Rondell, and Dortch are all on the field. Oh. We just got to stay alive, brother, until we get to that point. Right. And I think that's what we're preaching right now is, like, this is a winnable game without most of those players. So if you're Cliff Kingsbury, you need we need to tap into the Cliff Kingsbury Bull Brock that went to Seattle and won last year with Colt McCoy. 
and went to San Francisco and won without DeAndre Hopkins and Kyler Murray. And not only won, but convincingly beat the shit out of Kyle Shanahan's <laughs> team and sent them to three and five. Right. I mean, that that's the kind of cliff. Where is that cliff this year? Right. Or you got to be more like that, that San Francisco team, too, that was three and five, where everybody was <clears throat> counting them out. Yeah. Where everybody is just dogging on the Arizona Cardinals. You've got LaShawn McCoy, who was retired by the NFL. Mm-hmm. He didn't retire from the NFL. He ruined the endgame. The league retired him yeah. right but he's talking like he called kyler murray trash just mm-hmm. just flip it he's trash you know and i just i think that the, the arizona cardinals right now are an easy target especially by the national media and the way you change that is winning games and you the the only chance to win a game is against your next opponent and it just happens to be carolina panthers and it's a big opportunity but if you don't the narrative continues and it's and, and, it and guys worse. and guys can continue to just spout off whatever nonsense they want with watching one game against the the Los Angeles Rams that they happen to turn on on Sunday. Frank, we, go ahead. We we have to be better in primetime moments than we was last year, and the guys got to rise to the occasion. I'm pretty sure, um, it, and it was bad. Like it just like you thought we was going to do something with the Rams, and then found a little formula, and it, and it did not work out that way. We have to rise to the occasion in primetime moments. Our guys got to get to that moment where they feel like everything is a, a sense of urgency. Yeah. They will get there. I, I I see the talent that we have on our team. I see what I see what Vance is trying to do with this defense, um, and I see what Cliff has in his offense. It's still stagnant in some ways to me, but I believe that as Kyler gets his players and some guys come back, it'll, it'll be a big difference. Um, and look. <clears throat> sky's the limit right now. Mm-hmm. It really is for us. We, we, we've gone through really one of the toughest stretches, and we saw it that that we could have gone through. And right now, this team, man, uh, we'll go to Carolina, and I guarantee a Whoa. win. Wow. I guarantee Whoa. a win. I love that. I love this from Jordan Pete in the Take check. that, Sean McCoy. It right now, Trey McBride TD on Sunday. I'm all for it, brother, and you can do that and bet on that right now. Underdog Fantasy. Not sure if you guys heard about this. You can search it in the App Store. Click on the show notes. Sign up with promo code PHNX. We play every Sunday. You should, too, can bet on player statistics, high or low. I'm not sure if I'd be touching any of the players in cards, Carolina, because of the inclement weather, but we'll see if you feel like James Conner is going to have a big day. Check him out at Underdog Fantasy. That's Underdog Fantasy with the promo code PHNX. And get in, ladies and gentlemen, on the action today. Sean and I actually did the Underdog Fantasy Show yesterday and uh, had pretty good success just forecasting Thursday Night Football, wow. Tyreek Hill over on the receiving yards. I think that was the biggest slam dunk of the week. Okay. But underdog, man, it's it's one of those things you'll get addicted to. Also, let me tell you, I just want to be honest with everybody. I, I have horrible taste when it comes to furniture. Like okay. I'll see something, I'm like, that looks great. That's going to look great in my, in my living room. That I, folding I, chair is Right. Very, very and nice. I, and I show it to my wife, and she's like trying to be nice, but she, it's just she's <laughs> never put this yeah, in my house. Off. She's obviously got the got the eye for that kind yeah. of stuff. But I've got a game changer: okay. more furniture, more furniture. Their entire collection. You can't go wrong with anything. You see us sitting in these nice chairs. You look at anything in our studio here. It's all thanks to more furniture. Kind of use some uh, furniture interior design PEDs. Go to morefurniture.com. That's M-O-R furniture.com. Get in on their fall sale and save some money while you're at <laughs> Easy. it. Easy. That's why Gambo blocked you, Bo. <laughs> I don't know if that's the reason why. We're going to get down. We're going to get down to brass tacks on that eventually. We're going to get down to brass tacks right now. It's official game 
preview and predictions time. Mm -hmm. Cards at Panthers. Before we do this, though, everybody go and smash the like button down below. It helps share the YouTube algorithm, all that good stuff. So right now, ladies and gentlemen, Frank Sanders, since you've already guaranteed a dub, let's start with you. Give me your unsung offensive hero, defensive hero, and unsung hero for cards at Panthers. Uh, my hero, let me just go backwards. I want to do it backwards this time. My, un, <laughs> my unsung hero is, is, is Gregory Dortch. I just think, man, he's bringing so much to the table. I think that they're going to focus on, you know, the Panthers are going to do a little bit more different. They're going to leave him open a little bit more. He's going to, he's going to be one of those guys that I don't think they're going to respect and he's just going to go eat. He's going to eat. He's going to eat and put some, put some points on the board. Uh, Zayvon Collins is on defense. He's going to be my hero. Um, I think that he's kind of figuring it out. I think he's figuring out how to be the Mike linebacker in in the system, and also how how teams are trying to attack him. And I think he's he's been making some good plays, um, and I think that's gonna, that's going to help our defense. If Christian McCaffrey plays, he has to make plays. We saw him catch the ball out of the backfield a lot, so he's going to be in the run defense as well as in the pass defense. I think he has to make some plays. Uh, also on offense, I'm going with my boy Hollywood Brown. I think look, he's just going to make one or two big plays. That's going to make the difference. I don't care if it's a five yard catch and he just dips. And takes to the house, or he catches a bomb over top with them sleeping, and then it just going he just passed the stats. I love all your picks. Greg Dortch has lit a Dortch and a flame in in my heart that will burn for all eternity. At this point, at it's this an point. eternal flame from Greg Dortch. Uh, as far as Hollywood Brown, did you know he's second in targets in the NFL? Keep it going. Second in targets. That's wide it. receiver one shit right there. Wide receiver one, Hollywood Brown for the next couple weeks. Keep it up. I think that that's that's only going to be a stronger connection between him and Kyler Murray. If if he's, it seemed like last week actually, like we like we'd love to kind of boast that he did it against Jalen Ramsey, but it was like they were looking at him when Ramsey was on somebody else. Mm -hmm. And to take advantage of those matchups, fine. Do the same thing that J.C. Horn and up and comer for Carolina. I love it. Just take advantage of those matchups. Play the matchups. If it's if J.C. Horn's on Hollywood, go to Dorch. Go to Rondell Moore. Oh. Just just move it around. Yep. And I, I think that's a recipe for success for the Arizona Cardinals. But uh, and then Zayvon Collins, I completely agree. It's weird when he gets on the field. It's like he gets better. Mm -hmm. It's funny how that works out. Maybe try <laughs> the same thing for old number nine. All right, Bo Brock, you're on the clock. Prediction time All right. for Cards at Panthers this weekend. Uh will will I say guarantee? Am I gonna go? You guarantee it right here. So I you mean, might as well go ahead and jump on both. Namath on this. Am I gonna guarantee a dub? <laughs> they better get that W. I think it's a Kyler Murray game. It's K one. It's time to take over. I'm cool. talking like four total touchdowns, and that's gonna be enough because we've seen it right. Matt Rule coach teams are one in twenty five when the opponent scores. 17 or more points. Oh, my God. Four touchdowns. I'm not that great at math, but that gets you over that number, that 17 <laughs> points. I like Marcus Golden to eat. They've got uh, a rookie playing left tackle, one of the top tackles in the draft class. His pro football focus grade sucks. It's going to be a time for the junkyard dog to get a couple sacks. I like Zach Allen also getting home as well. He's your unsung hero. He's been an unsung hero for this defense, for this uh Dating back to last season, but this season mainly, I like Zach Allen to also get home. He's kind of an unsung guy. I like that. I I I, I love your players. I'm not. I, I can't see the Cardinals scoring 27 points right now with the state of this offense and the state of the field conditions potentially in Carolina. I want to believe that's the case, but I'm with Frank Sanders. I'm going to go low scoring game in my official prediction. But let's do a clean sweep, gentlemen. We're all on the Cardinals this weekend. I will also Frank Sanders guarantee a, wi a victory this weekend. I think cards culture better than the Panthers shitty culture. <laughs> Unsung hero. Hey, Zach Ertz. Let's be the Zach Ertz that got the robust contract in the offseason, not the guy that's dropping balls left and right 
And it's a little different when you got to play the LA Rams and and their defense with Raheem Morris. Cardinals, they're gonna they're gonna do what they want. I think on both sides of the ball, the line of scrimmage is gonna be a much different story. Mm-hmm. Bo, as you mentioned, Marcus Golden, unsung hero. Let's get your first sack, big man. You got your extension. A couple guys that got extensions here before the season started need to produce for the Cardinals. And then speaking of produce, hey Vance Joseph, I've been on your ass as has everybody else. Prove everybody wrong. Somebody in the comments said the Cardinals statistically have the worst defense in the NFL. Come out and pitch a shutout. Get a bunch of takeaways. Your defense does not have an interception this year. So change that this weekend. Embarrass Baker Mayfield. I know know I'm putting so much of the ownership on the defense, but I think this is an ugly, win-ugly kind of game Uh with run game Frank Sanders, defense, forcing Baker Mayfield in positions he doesn't want to be comfortable. He's completing like 53% of his throws. I I just you, You have to key in on making him uncomfortable, just like teams have tried to do to Kyler Murray through the first three games. If you succeed on that, just like in Cleveland last year when the Cardinals thumped the Browns, Baker Mayfield, Frank Sanders will give you the football. He looks, he looks bad. Yeah, mm-hmm. like he's, <laughs> but I'm saying he's really being exposed. Like, yeah. they gave you everything. Mm-hmm. Huts, they gave you Hubs, Chubs. They gave you every offensive receiver that you wanted that was top tier in the OBJ. league. OBJ, yeah. I mean, just saying, we can name. They, they had a hell of an offense in Cleveland, and then he comes there and he just beats out Sam. Like, like he didn't beat anybody. Amazing. Sam Darnold got hurt, too. I mean, but he won the job, right? Yeah. So, but, like, he looks like really, he's really being exposed. Like, mm-hmm. you did not, you got all the rah-rah, mm-hmm. the shish-boom-ball, you got a good conversation, you're a great leader with your mouth, but your arm doesn't match. Yeah. And it's and it's, it's displaying, it's really bad. Like, it looks yeah. like when you don't have the pieces, you you when you had the pieces, you were bad. Now you don't have the pieces, you look even worse. And I think that's just a slap in the face, man. The Cardinals should come out, and I agree with you defensively, man. They, Vance got to come up with some stuff. He knows how to get to, he knows how to get to Baker. And he knows what what would rattle his cage, and I think if they do that, we'll get some picks, and that would be that would be absolutely fabulous for the Cardinals, man, to, to get there, to come back with a win on a long flight. These guys can soak that in and get that mm-hmm. feeling, see what it feels like on a flight. When we finally got wins with the Cardinals, man, and we were on the road, it was the best flight home. Yeah. And the guys kind of, I mean, it didn't help the next week, but <laughs> shit, it was the best ride home on the plane. Baker in his last five games, it's the completion percentage is in the fifty percent. It's seven touchdowns, seven picks, and he's taking care of the football with the Carolina Panthers. Just one interception, so you know, threw a lot at the end of last year. And then he's also put the ball on the turf a lot. And when you look at the junkyard dog, he's so good, kind of just batting that football on the ground. I think that's a good opportunity. Hopefully, they'll still get a pick in this game. I see some questions about Trayvon Mullen. I got to expect, you know, as far as Vance Joseph told us yesterday, he absolutely believes Mullen's going to get defensive snaps after just playing special teams last week. He's going to play on the outside. That shifts Byron Murphy inside. And Marco Wilson, who's probably been your most consistent corner this season, he stays outside. I like that, and I also think it's, it is conducive to getting that first interception. So we gave our game predictions. We're going to start a new segment here right. on Fridays. It's called Isaiah Simmons Snap Prediction. <laughs> Last week, he had 16 snaps. I'll start with you, Bo Brock. Over or under 16 snaps for Isaiah Simmons, the former eighth pick overall? It's up to the Arizona Cardinals offense to get Isaiah Simmons on the field. What? And here's what I'll That's say. That's a cop-out Here, here's, here's a, If the Arizona Cardinals can get up, and it's not going to be a heavy run game with Christian McCaffrey, you can get Isaiah Simmons on the field way over 15 snaps. If, if they make... The Panthers' offense one-dimensional, and it's more passing situations. And Baker Mayfield's dropping back 30, 40 times. That means you're going to see a lot of Isaiah Simmons. But if they, if the Panthers get the lead, and it's a heaven Christian McCaffrey day, then that mean that doesn't bode well for Isaiah Simmons. But I'm confident in the Cardinals 
to, to get their shit together on Sunday and play with a lead, that bodes well for Isaiah Sims. I think he goes over over the last two weeks. I, you, I, I give him. I mean, I give him between 40, 45, 50. I hope. I think. I think he. I mean, I think whatever happened between him and Vance and that little bit, it, it, it that will change because you got to you got to recognize what he brings to the table, and that, and that in itself, man, will they'll work that out. But I believe he's one of the best players you got to have. You're always talking about get the young guys on the field, get the athletes on the field. At least you give them a chance to use their athleticism, and I think that would be uh, be very advantageous for us to have them out there. Um, one week off in the conversation and, and the stuff, that, how it rattled that team, the defensive defense, that, that in itself has to show you that you can't be really selfish in these moments because you're playing, you're playing against somebody and you got to go out and play. You can just tell the pulse of the fan base, just not the, only our, our friends in the chat, but on Twitter, on social media, uh, Vance is, this is a losing battle for Vance Joseph. And I think, you know, he's probably not on Twitter. I would hope not for his psyche, but just our fans, the fans in the NFL have never been smarter. Like we can see definitively him not playing. And then when you come in that press conference and you praise him mm-hmm. like, oh, it's working out. This is just a beautiful relationship. And the Cardinals are last defensively. And you have this top 10 linebacker not playing. It's like something's up here. Like yeah. cut the shit, Vance. Like mm-hmm. either play him or don't. Preferably play him. But if you're not going to play him. Don't sell us this narrative at pressers like everything's fine. Everything's not fine. What would be fine is you figure out the best way to utilize him, get him on the field, and let him make plays. Force fumbles, interceptions. R- let him rush the passer. Let him make Baker Mayfield with his six foot four and a half frame uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. He is a machine out there, and he is a mismatch. Baker Mayfield is smaller than Isaiah Simmons. Make him make Baker Mayfield uncomfortable. I, that's what's most frustrating. I'll take the slide over as well. But I, I think this game is going to be close, and it's going to be ugly. And I, I am just overly concerned that when the game is being decided, Vance Joseph, Bullbrock, for whatever reason, will not put his best overall players on the field, but instead the veterans, the aging players that he trusts more. Well, I don't know. I mean, you didn't see that in Vegas, right? I yeah, mean, but I saw it last week when they needed a stop yeah. against Cam Akers and company. They He was nowhere to be found, even after Zayvon Collins' injury. Yeah, it's it's strange, and I, I think when you look at the tape and people are joking about Jace Whitaker and what you know what the over under is, how many receiving yards he's going to give up. Tough, tough day last Sunday, and I think the game film is you know as reluctant as this coaching staff, this defensive staff is to play a guy like Trayvon Mullen because he's new to the system. They're like, it can't get worse, right? It can't get worse than well, what we saw. So. And Jordan P in the chat, we, Cardinals rank thirty second or close to last in every major statistical category. Like, what does it hurt to play rookies right. at this point? Now, here's what I'll say, Vance Joseph, Cliff Kingsbury probably think, well, we face three potentially elite offenses, and now we get kind of a lull on our schedule. If that's the case, then I need low-scoring affairs. I need takeaways. I need short fields. When's the last time this offense has been given a short field? And when was the last time you checked in and got a COVID-19 vaccine? They're free for everybody five and older. Those 12 and older are now eligible for the booster shot. All you got to do is visit azhealth.gov slash vaccine. For a location near you, Bo. Everybody thought that was very professional, that transition. <laughs> well done. Golf clap to you. Also, let's celebrate OGs and their game-changing sleep time gummy. That's right. They've got the OGs flavoring dreams. Sleep time gummy. It's aqua berry flavor. It's unreal. It's a two-to-one THC CBN ratio gummy. Johnny, you know what that means, right? It's all good things. It's all good things, yep. right. Johnny went to Weed College, so he knows exactly what that is. It's the <laughs> compound that helps specifically with falling asleep 
and staying asleep, Frank Sanders, right? I need it. I need it. You need it, right? You're up at night. You're think, You're tossing. You're turning. You're thinking about this nightmarish offense and defense effort from the Arizona Cardinals. Don't fret no more. Get some sleep. Get that 2-to-1 THC to CBN ratio with OGs. Check them out and their other products online. OGs Brands. That's O-G-E-E-Z Brands.com and IG. You can find their stuff in your local dispensary as well. You don't have to do it online if you're old school. And also check them. you got to be 21 years or older. That's it. Yeah, and you can also check out GoPHNX.com for the work of myself, Bob Brock, and our many talented peers, including Howard Balzer, covering the Arizona Cardinals. And also, cop a t-shirt in the process from the PHNX Merchandise Locker. We have the two hottest-selling t-shirts right now. Hollywood Hill sign on Camelback Mountain. The Touchdown Celebratory uh, t-shirt. Again, that's the PHNX, PHNX Merchandise Locker. You can cop one of those for free right now. If you sign up for a year membership, which is half off, just under 60 bucks, go PHNX.com. This show, us three, plus Damian Anderson, will be back live for the postgame, your premiere Arizona Cardinal post game. Don't watch anywhere else. This is the best one. Come Sunday afternoon. Halftime show, too. We are also doing a halftime show. Halftime post game show. In the meantime, like and subscribe. Leave us a five-star review for anywhere you get your podcast. For Bo Brock, the great Frank Sanders, I'm Johnny Venerable here at the PHNX Studios in downtown Phoenix. We will see you come game day. Peace.